Hello, IABC Edmonton members, and welcome to a recap of our latest professional development session. My name is Adam Rosenhart. I'm a digital strategist at DDB Canada here at our offices in Edmonton. You know, we sort of approached the question of what is content strategy and how do you do it well? And a few things rose to the top immediately, one of which was you need to know who you're trying to talk to. Our professional development sessions are a great way to sharpen your skills and learn some new ones. Yeah, I think you have to live and breathe your brand. And I think that means not being removed from the audience, but being immersed in what they're about. You have to be a member of the tribe to be able to communicate with the tribe. Sounds like a great topic. Let's get started. Well, hello everyone, and welcome to another IEBC Edmonton professional development session. I'm your host, Marvin Polis, one of the past presidents of IEBC Edmonton, and currently president of Stimulant Strategies. We just finished up the session, and sitting with me now is the facilitator of the session. It was actually a group discussion. His name is Adam Rosenhart from DDB Canada. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Adam, tell me, what is your role at DDB? My, uh, my role there is a digital strategist, so I work with a team of digital experts to develop content and distribution and project managing websites. We basically handle everything online. Great, now tell me, who are the panelists tonight? So this evening, the panel was comprised of uh, Sylvia Chevry, one of the proprietors of Chartier, uh, Barb Wilkinson, who works at Post Media and their content development arm, uh, Rick Williams, who's a managing director at ZGM here in Edmonton, and Idris Fashion, a content strategist at TopDraw. Great. Now, as we said, the subject matter was content marketing. What were some of the things that really stood out? Well, one of the big things is, you know, we sort of approached the question of what is content strategy and how do you do it well? And a few things rose to the top immediately, one of which was you need to know who you're trying to talk to when you're developing this content. Who is your audience? What are they interested in? We also heard a lot about how you shouldn't be selling directly with your messages. This is about developing relationships with that audience. You also have to be very passionate about your brand and you have to be able to articulate what your brand is all about and I think that came through very clearly in the comments made by the panelists tonight. Great, now draw a picture for our audience. What are some of the mediums that one might use for content marketing? Are we talking about things like YouTube videos, podcasts? What are we talking about here? Yeah, I mean, I think it runs the gamut and I, and I think you, you, you hit it on the head. It could be a video, it could be audio. Um, Idris actually gave the example of John Deere being one of the longest running brands that's been doing content marketing and they're publishing a farming magazine and it's not about selling their products, but it's about teaching individuals about the category and learning about what's happening out in the industry. So it can be old media forms such as that magazine and it can also be the newer media forms. Absolutely. I think tonight that we, we heard that a lot of these individuals are working with brands doing stuff in social media but that doesn't leave other things on the table. I think it's about developing an ecosystem of mediums that you can use to communicate with your audience about you know, the topics that your brand is all about. Can you give me an example of something that you think is a, a really good content marketing strategy? Yeah, I mean, I think that you look at brands like BuzzFeed, for example, here in Canada, doing really interesting work that's not only the sort of hardcore dyed-in-the-wool feature journalism, but they're also trying to develop content that will lure and delight an audience. So there was actually a live video they did at the beginning of April on Facebook 
where they were just wrapping elastic bands around a watermelon to wait and see how long or how many it would take for the watermelon to explode. So we're really talking about something that could take virtually any shape. So it's really then about producing programming of some sort, again, whether it's video, audio, maybe even virtual reality, and that programming is of interest to a certain target audience. The programming is not really designed to sell directly, but it's really designed to build up that audience, where that audience comes to know you as a source for, well, that form of information or that form of entertainment, right? Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. It's about building a relationship. It's about showing your audience what you're about. But it has to be content that is useful, helpful, and of value to that audience. So it's not about uh, saying to the audience, I want you to buy this product. It's about saying, this is the ecosystem in which we live. We actually have a lot of in common. So for instance, if your business is snowboarding, what might you produce? Well, I can tell you right now, you're not just going to say buy our snowboards, but you might produce a series of, say, videos around uh, some of the best ski resorts in Western Canada or some of the most interesting technologies that are being implemented into the kinds of products that you're selling. And your product may or may not appear in that video? I think so. I think it's really just about selling, I don't want to say the category, but it's selling the spirit and passion about what your brand is about. And if it's snowboarding, maybe that's about finding the ultimate texture of powder, the best powder in Canada. And maybe sometimes it is about featuring a board that might not even be a board that you sell, but something that you know your audience is going to be interested in. Now, at the end of the day, my boss, who might be the CEO of the company, still wants to see a return on investment, right, an ROI. So how do you justify that? Well, for me, I think the way that I would approach that is to say what we're doing here is playing a long game. It's not about getting that immediate sale, but it's about developing that relationship with your audience or the individual and getting them hooked on your brand for life, creating value, building relationships, and ultimately doing a sort of cradle-to-grave thing, I think, with individuals who are super excited about what it is you're about as a brand. Understood. Now, this does suggest to me that there's some aspects that need to come together. One would be production, another would be distribution. How do you suggest handling these things? Well, I think actually the production question is kind of a big one because I think oftentimes when we talk about content strategy and content marketing, and we talk about video, we talk about audio, companies get really worried about what they're going to have to spend on technology. But I think the message should be to start to try to do things, and the fidelity doesn't have to be 100% perfect, but if it's something that's going to really resonate with the people you want to talk to, then you should find a way to produce it, whether it's on the cheap or using expensive means of productions. The way that you distribute it, I think, is boils down to who you're trying to talk to, where do they hang out, is it online, is it in social media, or is it through a magazine or a television series? I think those are answers that are not easily found, but brands can find if they spend a little bit of time researching who's excited about the product or the category. So for instance, like you said, you really need to understand your target audience and distribution is part of that as well. So if you know that your target audience is somebody who spends a lot of time behind the wheel, driving, commuting, that sort of thing, 
YouTube videos may not be your best choice, but a podcast might be a better choice because you can't watch videos while you're driving, but you can listen to a podcast while you're driving. That would be one example, right? Yeah, I think you're exactly right. I think podcasts are a great medium if you're trying to communicate with a, an audience that spends time in their car. I mean, that doesn't also discount radio because a lot of Canadians are still listening to radio in their car if they don't have the connection to hook up their smartphone. So it's really about assessing the habits of the people that you're trying to talk to and finding ways to get to them in their everyday lives. And it's also about getting to know your audience, actually probably being part of that tribe so that you can be credible in whatever you produce. Because if you're just off the mark a little bit and you're pretending to be part of the snowboarding tribe, but you're really not, you're not going to build that audience. Yeah, I think you have to live and breathe your brand. And I think that means not being removed from the audience, but being immersed in what they're about. You have to be a member of the tribe to be able to communicate with the tribe. Well said. So is there anything else that you'd like to add before we wrap up? If you don't know what to do in content strategy, there's a ton of experts in the city that you can speak with who are gonna be able to give you ideas and offer advice. Edmonton's a really rich community of great communicators and great marketers, and you should take advantage of that as much as you can. Fantastic, well thanks for joining us, and thanks for facilitating the session tonight. Thank you for having me. Thanks again for joining us for this recap of the latest IABC Edmonton Professional Development Session. I'm your host, Marvin Polis, be sure to join us next time.